Welcome to the Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss travel in South Africa and beyond for persons with disabilities and special needs with our host, Lois Strachan. Join us as we share inspiring stories of people who travel, exciting, accessible travel experiences, and showcase service providers who will accommodate those with special needs. And now, on with the show. and welcome to today's episode of the Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Lois Strachan. Today we're interviewing Nikki Kemp. And the reason I thought Nikki would be a great person to chat to is that not only does she live with a disability, but she's also trained and practiced as a tour guide in and around the Cape Town area. I thought it'd be great to get her insights on the level of accessibility of the tourism industry in South Africa. Then, in our service provider spotlight, we're traveling to Jeffreys Bay to learn a little bit more about walking on waves. Another service provider who teaches adaptive surfing. And just a reminder, if you'd like to know a little bit more about how persons with disabilities are able to indulge in the sport of surfing, check out our episode 14, where we interview Roxy Davis of Surf Emporium in Musenberg. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on our website at www.accessiblesouthafrica.co.za, on social media under Accessible South Africa, and on Twitter at AccessibleSA. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about me, you can do so on my website, loisstrachen.com. But let's dive into that interview with Nikki Kemp. Today on the Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast, we're talking to Nikki Kemp. How are you doing today, Nikki? Uh, very well, thanks. And yourself, Lewis? Great, I'm well, thanks. And thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. So maybe we should start off by asking you just to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. So I am 30 years old and I have what is known as um, hemiplegia cerebral palsy. So I'm affected on my left side um, very mildly. And yeah, mo- mace, sort of mostly my fine motor movement is affected. So, to what degree does that impact on your life generally? Um, not a huge degree at all. It's just when I'm doing finer things, like for instance, um, pressing the a button on a remote is virtually impossible. <laughs> Um, and when I drive, if I've got to sort of turn a sharp corner, then I often use um, an assistive device, which is like a little knob on my wheel. Um, but yeah, I only use it when I absolutely have to. Other than that, um, yeah, I don't really make use of any assistive devices in my daily sort of daily life. Okay, well. 
Can you tell us then a little bit about some of the travels that you've done and some of your links to travel? Because this is something you and I have chatted about before, and I think yes. this is a fascinating topic. So I studied um, tourism management and events coordination through the Cape Peninsula University of Technology um, a couple of years ago. And I sort of majored as a tour guide for a year and a half post-studies. And um, during that time, I took clients on tours mainly up the coast. Um, so I'd do anything from your South Peninsula tours to um, sort of up the West Coast um, and in and around Cape Town, depending on what um, my clients preferred. Um, so, yeah, it, um, I mainly got to see our beautiful mother city and surrounds. Um, and I think the furthest I ever went was just outside of Durban. That was a long sort of long tour that I took. And when you were doing your, your tour guiding, you know, what, what kind of forms of travel were you mostly using? Was it air? Was it road? How were you getting it, around with, with your customers, your clients? It was mainly road. So I contracted the use of um, a driver and obviously he would drive and I'd con conduct the tours. Um, but yeah, no air, just mainly road. Okay. So then through that, you must have gained quite a good overview of the level of accessibility in and around, particularly Cape Town, but I suppose South Africa as well. What are your thoughts on the challenges or the realities of travel in South Africa for someone who is traveling with a disability? Look, Lewis, um, we've come a long way in, um, in recent years and a lot has been done from a local perspective to make travel more accessible for, um, for persons with disabilities. Um, like, for instance, restaurants have, you know, more restaurants you see nowadays um, have got ramps sort of put up um, for wheelchair persons. Um, and, uh, you know, if you go to different sites, you'll see a lot more um, sort of wheelchair accessible um, sort of things implemented. But I do think that a lot more needs to be done. Um, as I said, a lot has been done, but a lot more needs to be done. There needs to be so much more awareness put in place um, in society in general. That's a fair comment, I think. And I, I agree with you that certainly I think there are a lot more accessible venues and experiences available than there used to be. Yeah. So from your experience as a tour guide and as someone who has traveled yourself, what mm. advice would you give to a service provider who wants to make their offerings more accessible? Where should they start? I'd say um, do your research. Contact places like Accessible South Africa. And, you know, talk to people with, with disabilities and um, ask them what they feel can be done in order to make their experience a lot more pleasant. Um, research, research, research is, 
yeah, it's it's very um, sort of it's important. Um, without your research, without research being done, yeah, it's difficult to gauge um, what one can do to make travel more accessible. I think it's it's true because I think as well. Part of the the challenge facing a service provider is that those of us with disabilities, we've got such a differing range mm. of needs yes. that, you know, what might work for one disability might not work for someone else or what might work for exactly. one person with a disability might not work for another person with that same disability. So it is quite a yeah. challenge, but I think your your view there of, Speaking to people, getting input, getting doing research is mm. is a great starting point and a very important place for people to start. So, Nikki, in your travels, you must have some rather amazing stories from your time as a tour guide and in the travels that you've done yourself. How would you share one or two of those stories with us? Yes, um, sure. So, one of <laughs> one of my most um recent ones and and funny ones was I had a group of um of 20 foreigners with me um most of them were Chinese um and German and so besides the German people the you know there was quite a um significant language gap um and I I had one of um the clients that I had was better at speaking English, so um, he did a bit of translating for me. But occasionally there would be a clash um, between the German clients and the Chinese clients, and they got their lines crossed. So when I was taking them through um, Cape Town, we were passing the Castle of Good Hope, and I said, you know, um, on on your left, the Castle of Good Hope. Um, the translator was busy translating and the German people kind of didn't understand what I said in English as well. And yeah, the lines got completely crossed. And so when I stopped outside the castle of Good Hope, they were wondering why I stopped. They were saying, you know, what's this big castle for? So, <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's so, one of the challenges of, of tour guiding is that you are most often dealing with people who do speak different languages from different cultures as well. But that's also yeah. what makes it exciting, I'm sure. Exactly. Great. So if people would like to reach out to find out a little bit more about you and your experiences, how can they find you? So I, um, I'm on all sort of platforms of social media, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um. They can catch me on Facebook under my name, Nikki Kemp. And then um, my, I don't know if we can give Twitter handles if that makes, if that would make any difference, eh? Absolutely, go for it. Okay, so my Twitter handle is Nick Sticks. So it's N I X Sticks, S T I X 26. And obviously with the at. So at Nick Sticks 26. Great. And just for those, if, if people do want to follow you on Facebook, it's Nikki Kemp, N-I-K-K-I. Yes, that's correct. Great. Nikki, 
One of the challenges that I find and mm-hmm. I found through doing this um, podcast and through chatting to people in the disability sector, one of the challenges we find around the travel industry is that there are people with disabilities who are very nervous about traveling. As mm. someone who has mm. traveled and also who's worked as a tour guide, what advice would you give to someone who wants to travel but is nervous about doing so? How should they go about preparing and and, and just gaining the information to help ease some of those nerves? Um, I'd say do it, first of all, because, you know, there's a whole world that awaits. Um, you can contact different platforms. If you are a person with a disability, chat to other people um, who you might know um, or you, who you might have come across on, on social media that also have disabilities and that have perhaps traveled just to get a gauge on, you know, what their experiences and what it feels like as a traveler with a disability. Um, and, you know, depending on where you want to travel, do some research and see if there's um, any ways that could make your traveling experience um, a bit more pleasant. Um, I think a lot of the problem with people that are scared is the fear of the unknown. Mm. And when you have a fear of the unknown, it can make the whole experience daunting. As soon as you take away that factor, um, you know, then then the whole anxiety factor just dissipates often. That's so true. And I think it is. It's that that uncertainty, the unknowingness, and yeah, the anxiety comes from that. So that's some great mm-hmm. advice. Nikki, thanks so much for chatting to us on the Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast today. It's been really great to chat to you today. And thanks for sharing your thoughts and insights with us, particularly from your past experience as a traveler yourself and as a tour guide. It's a pleasure, Lewis, and thanks for having me on your show. It's been a real pleasure to chat to you. I really enjoyed chatting to Nikki about some of her experiences as a tour guide in and around Cape Town and also getting some insights from her on her opinions of the accessibility of the tourism industry in South Africa. It's time for today's Service Provider Spotlight. Today, in the Service Provider Spotlight, we're traveling to Jeffreys Bay, a popular tourism destination in the Eastern Cape. And we're visiting a service provider called Walking on Waves. Walking on Waves is a surf school that provides surfing experiences, surfing tuition, adaptive surfing, and surf therapy. And if you want to learn a little bit more about how persons with disabilities are able to get out into the waves and enjoy the sport of surfing, please remember to check out our episode number 14, where we interviewed Roxy Davis from Surf Emporium. To find out more about Walking on Waves, you can head over to the Accessible South Africa website on www.accessiblesouthafrica.co.za and look under the Activities tab. And there you'll find more information, maps, reviews, 
photographs and that type of thing. You'll also be able to contact Walking on Waves directly to check to make certain that your specific accommodation needs can be taken into account if you're interested in heading out into the surf. That's it from us for this time. You can find Accessible South Africa on the web at accessiblesouthafrica.co.za or on Facebook and Instagram at Accessible South Africa or on Twitter at Accessible SA. You can also email us at podcast at accessiblesouthafrica.co.za Editing by Deirdre Gower. Our theme music is by Louis Chichao based on a motif by Lois Strachan. Credits read by Andre de Toy, the big positive guy. Thanks for joining us on Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast. We'll see you next time. And until then, happy travels. Music